Hello, welcome to the Bush Lee Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today we are reviewing Paper Mario, the Origami King. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he once crowd surfed at a Taylor Swift concert, and he likes to knock on the glass at aquariums. His name is Ryan Scalf. <laughs> I, I would love to crowd surf at a Taylor Swift concert, just to be clear. You don't see a lot of that. I wouldn't make it far. A bunch of 13-year-old girls trying to lift me up. Yeah, you're going to fall. You're going to crush people. Right, but it's it would a, be fun. It's a sight. And uh, that's it, actually, for guests today. It's Ryan and I. We are reviewing Paper Mario Origami King. Nick is not with us because he's still working on it. And you're going to find out. This is a long game, and... It's shockingly long. He's got a good excuse. What's his excuse? He's taking a test. He's oh, been yeah. studying. He's studying. He's getting a certification. Yeah. But still, it's a long game. I don't blame Nick for that. I blame Nintendo for that. Right. And as we get into it, Ryan, this is my first Paper Mario game. I pretty much bought this game because of Ryan. Which, it's crazy to me because Paper Mario, I think, is such a unique in the best ways type of game um it just stands out among mario games in general and i think it's one of the best ways to kind of explore the entire mario universe and i cannot believe you've never played one before yeah it's i I look back and it's pretty much hits every platform right for the most part every nintendo platform yeah i'm pretty sure since n64 i played mario and luigi like dream something dream dream team and then there was uh did you do the Mario RPG, Which, Super Mario RPG? The the Mario and Luigi Dream Team was an RPG. It was like right. an RPG, but right. I didn't play any other Mario RPGs other than that. Interesting. Okay. So I I'm mean, coming in with fresh eyes to this franchise, and I must say it does not do it any favors to come in with fresh eyes. Really? Yeah. I. So to back up a little bit, I think this is a beautiful... Beautiful game. Music's perfect. The The art is perfect. The writing couldn't be more perfect. I've never seen better writing in a Nintendo game before. Oh, for sure. Nintendo has never written a better game than this. And it crushes me to not really like the game that much because the combat, the combat is, and this is, I'm, I'm dead serious. If the combat was right, this game could have been a five out of five for me. If the combat was right. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. But the combat is garbage. Okay, well, and I think you share that that same feeling you share with pretty much every fan of Paper Mario that's played all the other games because I don't know, you know, I wrote this this kind of blog about Nintendo's need to make things so unique. Bushleygaming.com <laughs> slash blog. Check, check it out if you want. If not, I'll just explain it. But, you know, as a fan of the series, it's like they they started with this rope bust experience system in the first and second game the n64 to the gamecube thousand year door it was a very very well thought out fighting combat system kind of just like any other rpg kind of final fantasy where you choose your move and then you have a turn they have a turn you just similar to pokemon even yeah it's very similar to pokemon and then Every battle meant something because you got experience and you needed that experience because it made you more powerful, obviously. So yeah. if you if you avoided bad guys through the whole game, you'd get to a point where you're getting crushed and it's just because you haven't been able to level up at all. Yeah. Which which in this one doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. No leveling up. And it's not the first Paper Mario to do this. I mean, several Paper Marios, they 
several Paper Marios ago, they took that feature out, which I just don't understand. There's no incentive in this game to actually fight. There isn't. I, I Towards you, probably the back half of it, I just started avoiding enemies. I would not go near enemies. Right. If anything, there's incentive not to fight because the puzzles are so annoying. They're annoying. They're not fun. So for anyone who hasn't played this game yet, and if you're familiar at all with the older Paper Marios, this game, the combat is completely unique. It hasn't been seen in any of the other games, but you're basically on this circular stage and you have to line up the enemies and the tiles and all sorts of things. It's, it's kind of called a carousel combat. A carousel combat. Did which, they make that up? I don't know if they made that up, but I saw it on the, on the Paper Mario subreddit where they, they broke down each gameplay from, from previous iterations. Let me read that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah do that. And, and it'll give listeners a perspective, and this is something I, I, that I did not know. So they consider the, uh, the original Paper Mario on N64 and the Thousand Year Door as the same original combat styles, which I think is what you're describing. It's kind of like co- Pokemon or Final Fantasy, right. turn-based. Right. You know, you have four movesets, whatever it is. Then for Paper Mario, pa- Super Paper Mario. Super Paper Mario on the Wii. They call that a, they call that a flip platformer. Yep. And then for Sticker Star, they call that Sticker Combat. Is that something weird? It's Sticker Combat. Uh, I would liken it almost to like a card game. Um, where you're you're kind of throwing out stickers you've collected that give you an edge or do a special attack, things like that. It's it's pretty similar to a card game. And then there is Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, which is the Mario and Luigi combat, which I'm familiar with. And that's kind of similar to Mario and Luigi, I think, Dream Team. I'm not sure. I actually never played that one. Okay. So that's on 3DS, which you kind of missed the 3DS. I didn't have 3DS. Okay, that's so why, yeah. We can't really speak to that one. Neither of us played it. Then you have Color Splash for the Wii U, which is card combat, yep. which sounds Kinda like sticker right, combat. Right back to the sticker combat. Okay. And then you have All By Its Lonesome, Origami King, Carousel Combat. Which and is, I must say, Carousel Combat should never exist ever again after this. No. No. It was an absolute mistake, and I think it's a blemish on the entire series. But yeah, so the combat is the the biggest issue here for me. And you know, I wrote down pros and cons and my pros list is huge, huge pros list. Then I have like three things on my cons list, but those three things are huge to the point that I will never pick this game up again after beating it. Right. I will hesitate to ever, I don't think I'll recommend this game. I didn't recommend this. So, so a little, little reference point, uh, one night. So Ryan and I decided to pick this up at launch. We've been playing it since launch. It's taken us about two months to beat it. And one night Nick texts us and he's like, Hey, look what I'm doing, playing Paper Mario. And I was like, why would you buy that? Why are you buying that game right now? And he goes, oh, Ryan recommended it. And in my head, I'm, I'm just, I'm shaking my head as I read that text. And I'm not going to crap on his brand new purchase. He just spent 60 bucks on this game. I'm you not going to crap on his purchase. I'm not going to crap <laughs> on it. I didn't crap on as much as I wanted to crap on it. Let's say that. Sure, sure. I wanted to tell him to get his money back immediately because he's in for a very long journey that in my opinion doesn't pay off in the end. I don't I don't think all these this giant list of pros outweighs how tedious and how boring the combat was. And that's a, a large portion of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really can't defend the combat at this point. Um did you so did you you're, you're, so you're hesitating more than I. I'm, I'm you know, I laying just, into this game, and you're I hesitating. I enjoy the world so much because you. I think you see such a a cool perspective on 
the Mario universe. I mean, you get yeah. to see cities and worlds that you've never seen in a way that you've never seen them. And the art style, kind of like what you said in the beginning, is it's beautiful. I mean, I love I love the design, and I'm such a big Paper Mario fan. It's it's hard for me to admit that the game is not good because they did so much right. They did, and, and so the combat was so bad. It's just hard for me to understand why they decided to do what they did. It's it's such it's like you said. I mean, it takes so much away from the game that it's hard to outweigh that negative. Which and it plays into your article that you wrote about where Nintendo Nintendo will innovate too much sometimes, where they'll take a a perfect game and change it. Well, when you change perfect, most of the time you're not gonna get perfect out of that changing. You're gonna you're gonna add some elements in that aren't great. And with this one, with the entire Paper Mario franchise, it sounds like based off the subreddit, based off you're talking to you, it sounds like they have been innovating on every iteration and they have not been been able to hit the mark from what people love of the original. I guess Thousand Year Door though was a little bit later. Thousand Year Door is an incredible game and all they did was take the original combat, made it a little better, improved upon some of the moves and mm-hmm. then just built a beautiful world. Yeah. Awesome stuff for you to see that you've never seen in any other Mario game. There's characters in there Jacob that you would not recognize. So they're brand new, awesome. char- brand new characters. Oh yeah, big time. Which that's another thing that they did introduce a couple new characters here. Right. Um, they know. always do. Like, you know, like I said, this series it gives you such a a strange look at the enemies, the characters, the the places they all come from. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of unlike any other thing in all of Mario games. There's no real exploration of these features like the Paper Mario games do. Yeah. And so that's what pains me is is I totally agree that I would have given this game a five easy. If if they had only imported the exact combat system from Thousand Year it's Door. It's one it's one aspect. It's a small aspect of yep. this game. If it was if they threw in any basic RPG turn based strategy combat in this game, this is this is a solid game. Right. I would play this for Another thing with this game, they have a ton of collectibles in it. So with collectibles, they encourage you to go back throughout or try to find them. And I have no desire to do that, but there's a cool museum where you can see everything. That's a that's a cool addition here. It kind of reminds me of the Animal right. Crossing Museum where you kind of want to go through and look at everything. Yep. But I have no desire to be in this world. I don't want to deal with the combat. It's not worth it. And it's such a it's one of the biggest misses I think I've ever seen in a game where it's literally one element. I can't complain about most, because the length is an issue because of the combat. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the length was perfect for this type of game, but it was such a labor and chore where I would be making my way through the map and I would see a guy off in the distance I knew I was going to have to fight, and I'm dreading getting there. Yeah. And for Nintendo to like cultivate that feeling in you in a game where you're just like, oh my gosh, I do not want to go through this. No, yeah. It's it's hard to stomach. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of what Nintendo does, but I think this is one of the worst defenses in their entire gaming history. Yeah, it's, and it's because there's such a contrast. I think it's such a huge offense because it's it's not a bad game. It's a It's a great game with one big bad element. 
Right. And that's what honestly, happens to be a huge part, a huge part. And I can't point to many games that I love everything about it, except one thing. And the one thing sours the whole experience for me. Yeah. So to, to kind of, you know, throw out some of the good things, cause I, I feel like we started this off super negative. <laughs> the pros, so if I, you're still listening, <laughs> if, you're, if you're still listening and didn't completely write this game off the pros to me, the art style is gorgeous. It's unmatched. Incredible. And it, it's, it's phenomenal from, from some of the textures they use, I think with, did you notice what the elements, so earth, water, fire, what's the other element in there? Ice. They used more of a realistic design on it. Yep. Like it's actually really high def, like sea, sea of thieves water. Right. And then everything else is paper around it. So that was kind of a cool contrast. Yeah. It's, it's super unique because the water, I mean, the design is real world flattened, I guess is like, it's hard yeah. to say because even the water, like, so the water is, it's like translucent and you can see through it and it looks really, really good. It's got a blue tint, but then there's like the, the waves and the waves are like a, or like a Japanese like that painting style. Well, you know, you that know one picture, I mean? that one picture you're picturing right now. Yeah. That wave of like white water crashing over. And so it's like, it's beautiful. They mix these two modern, like modern water physics in a game with this paper Japanese paint style. And it, I mean, it's so hard to explain because we've never seen a game do something like it. No. The same thing with um, that tall yellow grass. Where was that? Autumn oh, Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was one of the most beautiful places on the entire game. Yeah. It was these this tall grass and you're just making your way through. It's just a small portion of the map, but the wind is like blowing across this grass and the way they mix the actual physics of the world oh, with yeah. that, yeah. that and the mu- design. And the music with it, like I think Autumn Mountain was that's where it's like a very kind of Japanese feel, yep. some like Japanese instruments. Yep. And it was beautiful. It was it felt like it was in a different game at times. Yeah. So in addition to the 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 visuals, the sounds awesome. Like I said, the music music's awesome. The gameplay is unique throughout the whole game. So beyond the combat, you're also you're walking around a two D three D world, and you're also like doing other various uh, what like gameplay mechanics. Like you're sailing across an ocean at one point. You're you know I don't want to spoil anything. There's other gameplay mechanics that come in, right? Yeah, and that was that was one of the things that sets this game apart that I really really love. There were so many fun things along the way that you never would have expected you were doing. And here you are in the middle of some random raft experience. Yeah. And you're like, what? how did I get here? Or but you're in a theme fun. park. Like you're, you're in a theme park at one right. point. Yep. You're in a theater. Like there's these random, just beautiful and... You know, I can't say beautiful enough because I really there. Were, I took so many screenshots screenshots in this game, right? Because there's there's so much to like marvel at. Oh yeah. The other big plus, and like I said, I, I you know I, I mentioned this at the beginning, the comedy in this game is top notch. The writing, like I actually stopped and wrote some of these down, and I hope if you consider some writing elements spoilers, I apologize. You know, pop, <laughs> skip uh, two minutes forward, but some of the writing. Did you notice the, oh, cool, 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 cool in the game? No. So that's from, that's Andy Sandberg. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn right. Nine-Nine. And our friend group says it all the time. Oh, cool, 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 cool. When you're like very clearly unhappy with yes. something. Well, when Mario, you might not have done this, but when Mario sneaks into this banquet hall with a bunch of enemies, he he goes in and then he goes, oh, 
cool, 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 cool. And he backs out. Like it comedically, I was like, this, these people I don't get remember it. that at all. That's awesome. I, I wrote it down. It's another one is the phrase, bless your bark is in there. A tree says that. So the Southern phrase, bless your heart. Oh, bless your bark. Right, right, right. Okay, let me get you because apparently they're going over your head <laughs> in the it's game. All dad jokes. This they're, entire game is essentially dad. Resonates jokes. with me. So what's Bomb Bob? What's his name? Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb. He calls his friends Bombrads. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dumb. One is they they point to that little cart you drive around in the desert and they call it. It has 150 Yoshi's. So instead of horsepower. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there's a lot of dancing and singing in this game, way more than I ever expected. Pretty par for the course on a Paper Mario. At one point, one of the characters is calling Bomb 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 which I thought, I was like, there's some... And then he, I think he says his other friend's name is Bomb-Um too. Yeah. And she's like, so you you have the same name? And he's like, yeah. And then at one point, uh, you know, Bowser's in this game. There's no, that's no shocker. Right. He says, he's talking about his son, Bowser Jr. And he goes, not to get too deep into my parenting philosophy, but you have to let your kids take chances. And I was like, okay, this is funny. Like it's, it's kind of on the nose of history of... Bowser and Bowser Jr. Right. He's letting him do stupid stuff all the time. Anyways, my last one that I wrote down, Shy Guys Finish Last. <laughs> Did you see this? <laughs> no. Dude, I, I, I'm telling you, the writing, and this is the thing about Nintendo games, we have been so programmed to just BBBBBB right, just through dialogue. Through the writing in this, and honestly, this is where I struggle to not recommend this game because the writing is perfect. It is hilarious. Like yep. I said, I wrote down seven quotes here. And I, I'm reading them back, and they're 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 funny to me if you like dad jokes. But the writing's great, the visuals are great. Some of the boss battles are really fun. They're creative. Some of them are very frustrating, but right. they change up the carousel combat a little bit, where it's not the traditional. Yeah, but even then, you know, you you fight nine bosses, and they're all kind of following that same pattern of like, okay, I got to figure out. You Once know, you get how do I damage them? The first then, three, you're yeah. like, I know how to get through these. Right. And I true. The boss battles were not something I enjoyed. Speaking of boss battles, they have a lot of unique paper themed boss battles. Uh, I'll name a few, but not all to not spoil, but like colored pencils, hole punch, tape dispenser, et cetera, et cetera. There's a bunch of other ones. They really lean into the paper aspect in this game. Yeah. They never take themselves too seriously. No, not at all. make a paper Mario and it's, it's awesome. That's one of the best aspects of the game. Oh yeah. And it's, it's, they do it really well. And the story to me was the, probably the best one I've seen in a paper Mario. It, and it made you, I mean, they do some character development, and there's a point where sacrifices are made. You know, everyone is contributing to Mario getting to the Origami King to save the kingdom. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil anything, but there's points in the game where you're like, I cannot believe Nintendo wrote this this well. Yeah. I, I remember specific areas where characters are making sacrifices and doing certain things where you're like, this is so beyond what Nintendo's used to, kind mm-hmm. of just that that silly, you know, no one's really going to get hurt kind of storyline. Yeah, there's stakes kind of. There's stakes, and it's real. And, like, you know, once something happens, it really happens. Like, there's no going back. And so I think that's pretty unique for a Mario game, and I really appreciated that part. Well, for a Paper Mario game. 
Because right, you would you would think you would get some of these themes in a in a bigger mainline Mario game, but you're getting into the Paper Mario, which right. to me is like the B team. You know, it, it's it was an A team at one point, right? I understand that there was a time. It's A team. It's <laughs> the, maybe like ten years ago, A team GameCube era. Yeah, sure. But sure, since sure, then, sure. It, they haven't you know been able to nail it like they did in the past. But I think there's a lot to be said to like they bring everyone together. This isn't a spoiler because you see it from the very beginning, but you're kind of teaming up throughout the whole game with the typical enemy enemies you see in a, a traditional Mario game. Right. And that's that's pretty typical for the Paper Mario series. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That was um, new. And here's something that you wouldn't know, but was a very big con for me, is the original two games, and even into some of the later games, one of the best aspects was the team building. Mm. And so you would you would meet these people through the story, and then they became a permanent part of your team. And their moves, they had specific moves that you could upgrade or add to. And now you have a party, right? And so you're going into this enemy. Well, if you use this character, you know, if you use this Goomba, you're going to get crushed. But if you use this Boo, you're going to have a much easier time. So you're bringing battling in it. Boos and oh yeah, mobs and- yeah, yeah. And they're all extremely unique. It's not like a random Goomba off the street. It's okay. like one, you know, he's got totally different design. He looks totally unique. He's got a name, a family, a storyline. That does sound better. It's way better. It's Team building is one of the best things about the Paper Mario series, and and they took that out of this game in a big way. And so, you know, you experience the team where you meet someone, and then they just kind of follow you around, and they somewhat contribute to your battle. When you said that we get team members on our team, I didn't even consider that because, like, right. I was like, oh, you're still with me, and you're actually going to help in this combat, like. You don't even consider, you know, how combat set up in this. Right. At a certain point, you don't even need their help anymore no, because I, you're just solving the puzzle, and then all of a sudden, I the forget. I forget over. they're there. Right. And so that was a huge aspect. And again, that goes back to the combat style. I don't think they could have added team members that contributed well to the carousel carousel combat. No. We just didn't really have a choice. No. And so it. It was so frustrating to me because, you know, you you meet the first character and I'm like, okay, this is a good one. They're building it up. And then he's no longer in your team. Yeah. And, and then you meet the next character. Happens, and then he's no longer in your team. Happens throughout the whole game. Yeah. And it, it, it really kind of took me out because now at that point I was like, okay, so Nintendo has really doubled down on the idea that they don't want this game to be at all like what you love about the original Paper Mario's. Yeah. They wanted to create something completely new that was compelling to them, which I can respect to a certain extent, but if what's compelling to you is dismantling what people love <laughs> about the series, you know, how how Hey, I heard you love this. Let me change it. Right. I just don't understand how that made sense to them, but I just you and you know that they see fans saying bring back the RPG elements, bring back the RPG. I, I know that I, I don't play paper Mario and I know that there's this movement of, we want RPG paper Mario back. Like that is just known in, you know, in general knowledge, right. Mario knowledge. And I think it's a really, really weird message to, to, for Nintendo to be like, no, 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 we, we got this. Like we know what we're doing. Trust us. And if they, if I'm going to wait to buy a paper Mario in the future, I'm going to wait to see what the combat is. And if it's anything other than RPG, I'm probably out because they obviously have been trying new things for the last 10 years and it's not working. Yeah. I mean, it's so frustrating for sure. I don't think, I don't think you're alone in that at all. And, you know, I think 
Paper Mario has gotten some pretty negative attention in this last rendition, the Origami King, but it's deserved. You know, I think the gaming community needs to speak up and just be like, hey, you know, we love we love this series that you've made, so please do some justice to it, you know? Do you think they'll listen? I don't, because yeah. they're Nintendo, and Nintendo's going to do whatever Nintendo wants to do. Yes, yes. They do not care. No. Nintendo... I'm sorry if I'm offending someone out there, but Nintendo does not care an ounce what you like, what I like, no. what any amount of fans likes. They will not continue to make a game just for the sake of people loving it. No. And, and, and again, it's back to your article. I love this article because it's so true, but it also results in some of the best innovations in games we've ever seen. Breath of the Wild exists because they did not do the status because quo. Because they are this way, right. When they when they first I threw around the idea of like an open world, Zelda, I think most people were like, oh gosh, you know, here we go. Here's Nintendo just being radical and changing everything we love, but they nailed it. And it's, it's one of the greatest games that I think you and I have both ever played. And they tend to nail it. It's just sometimes they go for it and they miss. And to me, this was almost a fantastic legendary game for me it was so close absolutely but they dropped the ball with the combat because they were innovating and it was just a bad innovation you can innovate in the wrong way too so i went over my pros like i said short list of cons obviously combat's there it was too easy at first did you notice that for the you know first quarter half of the game i was nailing every puzzle it was super boring right later on it gets more difficult so i can't knock them too much for that but it starts too slow. The other thing that I hate, and it's towards the end of the game where it matters the most because you're doing it a ton, motion controls. I oh, hate. Oh, yeah. It's throughout the whole game, and this is Nintendo pushing their gimmicks on you like they usually do. Their first party games, they push it on you. You I, By the end of the game, I'm sitting there shaking <laughs> my switch while I'm holding it up and down. I'm sitting on the couch with Emily, and she's looking over at me like, what are you You okay? You need help. Like it's it, th- how rapid it was at the, you know, final boss battles. Do you remember how bad that oh, was? Oh yeah. I, Allie did the exact same thing. She was just like, please stop. Cause we're, you know, she's trying to watch TV. You're sitting My on the dog couch. is going nuts, like barking at me thinking I'm having a seizure. You're, you're sitting on the couch next to your wife and all of a sudden they look over cause you're shaking them. The whole couch. It doesn't add anything to the game. Like this is what Nintendo needs to, they, they've done it again. They're not going to listen. They've done it with every generation. But what part of that is fun? What part of that do you think, it, even a kid, like, do you think a kid sitting there like, this is fun, dad? Right. Remote flies out of the hand. Hits yeah. The you, TV, right? you break, they have you break all your these switch. warnings because of it. Yeah. Speaking of that, they're asking you to shake your handheld game. By the time I was done with this game, I was concerned with the railing of my switch controllers <laughs> because I'm like, I'm shaking They just it. don't fit the same. They, they, they don't. Have PTSD just, from yeah, my, all this shaking. My switch has never been the same after Paper Mario Origami King. <laughs> Once you go Origami King, you don't go back. You know yeah, that's what change they say. that Nintendo. Yeah, change that. But I, I, man, I, I'm sad to not like this game. I'm genuinely sad not to like it. I'm surprised by. I guess I'm surprised because I thought you would have a better opinion of it. But hearing you explain it, I can't defend anything that you had a problem with. Does it and not I, matter as much to you? I think it's literally because I played the other ones and I just love Paper Mario. Yeah. Is I'm I'm a little bit jaded to them destroying 
the combat aspect of the game. Jaded to the point where the the issues... I'm just going to continue to buy the game. And maybe that's why they continue to make money with these. <laughs> like, people like you. I am part of the problem because I continue <laughs> to buy these games that they put out that Have some convictions, trash. man. Right. What did what? So Nick's, Nick's also playing this game, like I said. Yeah. But so he's not far into this. How far in? How? He's probably 15 hours into the game. Which, how long is this game? I didn't look. It's a solid 30, 35. Which, again, when I bought Paper Mario, I'm like, oh yeah, this is, will be an easy review. I'll, I'll play this in a week or two and right. write up a review or do a podcast. No, this is a long game. Yeah. And you're it, getting $60 out of it. And it's, it would have been worth it. Would you agree? Like, this 100%. length was perse- perfect for a good RPG, but it just wasn't a good RPG. It was not an RPG. It was a combat carousel. carousel. Combat. <laughs> Stupid. What it's is like that? A freaking puzzle game. I don't know. Yeah, it been a mo- this, would, this would have been a mobile combat. They might have done my- Mario Chess. That'll be the next one. I would edition. rather play Mario Chess than Carousel Combat. You actually would. Yeah. I love chess. Or like uh, Mario Texas Hold'em. Oh, give me Just so Texas. everyone knows, um, we played Red Dead Redemption. And our whole fan group played it. We all loved it. This is not weird. This isn't weird. This is weird, Jacob. This isn't that weird. We're like, we're like, oh, where's everyone <laughs> in the story? And Jacob's like, oh, I'm at this point. I don't remember where it was. And we're like, why ahead are of you? S-? I was ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. But he had put in so much time. I'm like, is this game the longest game in the world? And he goes, well, I spent about four hours yesterday playing Texas, Texas Hold'em. Hold'em. Yeah, yeah. I love Texas Hold'em in general. I... If I, <laughs> I could have a gambling problem if I really let myself, <laughs> but I don't. I play, I play gambling and, and video games where it doesn't matter. That just blows my mind. I, I can't think, I could not have spent less time playing Texas Hold'em. Let me add into that. Dead. When they announced that you could actually play Texas Hold'em online with real players, that's all I did online. <laughs> so they have all these online game modes to go and shoot each other. And I just sat down at a poker table and stole everybody's money. Hey. Because I'm you also know, good at it. Let's be clear. Sure. Yeah. If that's if that's what you love, do what you love. I'm I'm not going to hate on that. So I Red Dead Redemption Two. Right what now. what would you give that uh, <laughs> <laughs> while we were reviewing Red Dead? Red, by the way, Red Dead Redemption Two, five out of five. We're not going to go back and review it, but we unanimously agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. For sure. Back to Org. Your Red Dead Redemption Two break. Returning to Origami <laughs> King. Here we are. Anyway, so Nick is about ten and a half hours in. He actually loved the length of the game because he was expecting, like you said, a, a much shorter game. He loves the length of the game, 15 now, hours. In. Right, yeah. So he hasn't experienced the <laughs> grueling combat. Throw that point out. He felt that it was fulfilling, that he loved the collectibles. Nick is a big-time collectible guy, and so they, they have every nook and cranny in this game is just full of something. No Tom Nook, though. Sorry, guys. No Tom Nook, yeah. Also, Nick Ryan is reading a, a message from Nick, so this is verbatim right. Nick, from Nick's Nick mouth. wanted us to input his opinion because he couldn't be here. We didn't invite him. No, because he's he played 15 hours of the game. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something Nick really appreciates, is, and I knew this is why I recommended the game to him, is because I, I wasn't even thinking about the combat, but I knew he would love the art. And he said, without question, the art is a seller. Yeah, I mean, I it is an absolute. He he thought when we said Paper Mario, he thought it sounded so lame because he Nick Nick is so picky with graphics that'll yeah. make or break a game for him. Yeah, if he thinks it's not unique enough or good enough. Um, he will not play your game. 
He's a very artsy boy. He likes his art. And I think that's why it surprised him that I suggested this game, because we know that, but I knew he would appreciate it. And he said, far and away, it's one of the most creative experiences he's ever had, um, world-building and graphics-wise. I I can't argue with that for a second. Yeah. Um, He also said he was not expecting a good story, and Mm -hmm. so far it's been very compelling. So he's, he's pretty much on the same page as both of us. It stays compelling, too. That's something that stays consistent. And then he said, I shouldn't feel like I need to run away from bad guys to avoid combat. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. All in all, Nick's, Nick's assessment fell exactly in line with us where this game could have been a five. Yeah. And he would give it a three. A three. Yeah. Which, Which here, let's, pains uh, me. I th- let's get him to start scoring this because I think we've, uh, we've, we've talked every point, right? Is there anything yeah. else? No, I think that's it. So Nick's giving it a three 15 hours in. Uh, Ryan, I want to throw it to you because I can. I'm the host here. You're jaded. You're biased because you like this series. The combat sucks. Everything else is fantastic. Right. How does a score like that break down for you? So when I was thinking, I was so sure when I walked into this room of what we were all going to give this score. And that's why I was kind of caught off guard. That I'm more, ne- I'm more negative than you expected? You were more negative than I expected. Yeah. And Nick, that. too. I, I never expected you guys to give it a three. And I think it's because... I knew we would all agree this game would be a five without the combat. You thought it would be a, a five without the combat, which I agree with. I am completely confident that this would be a legendary game if, you if threw the combat was robust. If you threw in basic Pokemon or basic Final Fantasy combat, just the, you know, nothing complicated. Paper Mario. Sure, yeah, Paper Mario. I would give this a five out of five, hands down, no questions asked. The writing, the visuals, the sound, the combat would have been fine, but... I'm I'm dead serious. This combat brings us down two points for me as well. I cannot believe that because I I get what you're saying. Is this a four to you? An easy this four? This was a four to me, and okay. I, and it was because I I enjoyed so much. Anyone listening out there, and I'm a Nintendite through and through. So bias. I am biased, right? And so I think if you are a Nintendo fan and you enjoy majority of their original titles you should play this you should play this game i agree with that yeah and i think that's why i give it a four and i think you might agree um i know there's obviously a thousand opinions out there um i think this is a solid four because it captures everything you love about mario every character you could ever want to meet and the world is just incredible the events the things that happen the little side gameplay features are top-notch the comedy is great i mean we could go on and on and on about the positive but you know now that we talk about it and you guys kind of bring your perspective to the game if i if i didn't know what paper mario was originally i think you're right that it should probably be a three yeah and it it's so i don't have to fight you on this one it stinks yeah it just stinks because do you want to hear i'm going to shoot down your four immediately with our metric one, the first sentence. Okay. This game is worth your time and money. Do you think this game is worth $60 and 35 hours? Hmm. Hesitation. Definitely hesitation. I think it was worth the $60, but the combat made that 30 hours towards the end. I was like, okay, I need to finish this game. You need to finish this game. Yeah, so exactly. I felt like I, I had to finish this game to record this podcast. Right. If it wasn't for this podcast, this is one of those games that would go on my back burner list where I'd be 20, 20 hours in 
and slowly play it over time, but maybe never beat it. Like, I don't think this is something I would have stuck out because it was just fun. Like this is in an age in 2020 coming up this, if you haven't played this game yet, good luck playing this game with everything that's coming out this fall. 2020 has huge titles, right? I would have a really hard time recommending this game over anything that's coming out in the next three or four months. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I can't. You're sad to say I this. Can't I can't defend it. I'm very I, sad. I, you can so see it in my face. In your face, Ryan is visibly somber at giving this a three, and I, I, I totally, I totally understand why because this game was a five, but one thing knocked it down so much because it's, it's, it's a huge aspect of the game. It plays into every aspect. You don't want to be in this world because of the combat because yeah. you might get attacked. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's no defending that for sure. I think you're. I think you guys are right, and it's it's just hard. It's so hard when when my expectations were so high because I was I was building this game up before I even played it to Jacob because I wanted him to get into the Paper Mario, and I think not only did that damage your view of the game, but it probably friendship. Right? <laughs> will probably never be the same. I'll never see. You I again. am leaving Bushley Gaming. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> Ryan, I sold my Switch yesterday. <laughs> Ryan does not know how to recommend games. No, I understand why you you recommended the series. This is again. I'm a Nintendo fan too. I, I'll call myself a Nintendite. It's right. I, I buy every mainland Nintendo game. I buy most indie games on the Switch. This is a game that I'm glad I experienced. I am. I have a hard time recommending it to people due to its length and that it's going to be $60 for the next 10 years. But I will give paper Mario another shot. If I, I'm going to, I'm not going to buy it at launch. Let's say that. Sure. Yeah. And I wouldn't expect you to after, after this game and just thinking about our description for a three, um, I think it, it says something similar to if you love this genre or, you know, you love the series, you should, you should buy this game. This and is a textbook three. Yeah. And if you, if you love paper Mario, you probably already were buying this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, you're a fan of the genre. You're a fan of the genre. Right. And so it, it does fit into that three. And if you've never experienced a paper Mario, I would suggest you don't start with this game. If you've never played a paper Mario before, and you have access access to a GameCube or a Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> All right, you're. Just <laughs> I would suggest you play those. Anybody games. who still has their GameCube or N sixty four has played this game. I still have both. You do, and you played this game. That's what yeah. I mean. Like I've for myself, ten times. I'm notorious, and I, I kind of regret it, but I sell off my old consoles prematurely, where I would probably go back and play those games, but I don't have them. Yeah, well, I have to borrow your consoles, or get them for free online. Are you talking about the ROMs? <laughs> Are you recommending ROMs on the podcast? <laughs> I would never recommend that. Nintendo, please do not sue me. Yeah, you don't have a Wii U modded out with ROMs, do you? No, I don't. So that's it for the review, Ryan. Do you think, is there anything else we're missing here? I think we covered it. That's it. I've never felt so empty after a review. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've feel, never felt worse about myself. I feel bad for you. I do. I feel bad that you have an attachment to this series. You are, you are visibly hurt giving it a three. And I understand why. I do. Yeah. So Paper Mario, the Origami King. Three out of five Bush League. Go to BushLeagueGaming.com to check out what that metric actually means. We have some fun write-ups there. Check out uh, our Twitter accounts, at BushLeagueGMNG for me, at BushLeagueRyan for Ryan. You can uh, follow us there. Send us a message if you disagree. If you think this is a five out of five, you love the combat. 
please let us know. I need to know that people are out please, there. Please message me. Yeah, if you love this combat, I want to know because I think there there is a niche of people that they were making this game for. And I, yeah. I've just never met one. So <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out there, unicorns. There are people who liked it, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, write at us. Uh, you can email if you don't have a Twitter. Uh, it's bushleaguegames at gmail.com. And we love feedback. Seriously, you just give us some feedback. Hit us on Twitter. Go check out the website. Like I said, bushleaguegaming.com is where Ryan's article is. I highly recommend it. What is it? What's the title of that article? Is Nintendo's greatest strength its greatest weakness. Do you like that title still? <laughs> I know. I understand it's kind of inflammatory and vague, but... No, it's okay. It wraps up. I like the title. To say. But thank you for listening today, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See ya. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I could have a gambling problem if I really let myself. <laughs>